back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien and Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss a film celebrating its 25th anniversary, Happy Gilmore. Meet Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. Don't you ever touch my puck! Now, he's going from the rinks to the links. Where you going those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's got the swing. He shoots, he scores! He's got the drive. This guy stinks. He's got the ball. All right, let's go. Adam Sandler is Happy Gilmore. Ready PG-13. Starts Friday at theaters everywhere. All right, let's just let's just. I'm gonna ask a question right off the bat. Is Adam Sandler a genius or the worst actor of all time, Damien? Mm. Um, I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. They absolutely are not. <laughs> yeah. So so he could be the worst actor of all time and a genius. Okay. Let me before I ask you, Tyler. Let me just. I want to throw out a few stats real quick. Well, let me. I'm going to ask you a question to, to kind of make this point. Tyler, how many movies do you think Adam Sandler has under 15% on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Under 15%? One five. Actually, both you, Damien and, and Tyler. How many? Just throw it out there. Man, I'm going to guess a high number now. I would have guessed maybe two, but I'll say six. I don't know. That's wild. Yeah, Damien. my wild number was going to be five. Okay, let me rephrase that. I apologize. Twenty uh, under twenty percent, not fifteen percent. Twenty percent. Does it make a difference? I'll still stick with six. Yeah, I might still stick with five. Fifteen movies. God what? damn. Okay, so Holy cow. <laughs> how many do you think he has at zero percent? Little Nicky. Uh, <laughs> Just right off the bat, little Nicky. Yeah. Four. Damien? At 0%? Two. He has one. So one at 0%. Okay. And it is The Ridiculous Six. So it's the Western mm-hmm. he did oh, that was on, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, right? I have – it's definitely not a love-hate relationship with Adam Sandler because I don't really care enough to, to feel one way or another. Mm-hmm. I think that if you were to ask somebody now, say you were to ask a 20-something, they would think Adam Sandler makes what? Bad movies, good movies. Because I, I don't terrible. know. Yeah. Do you think do you think a twenty something year old thinks that Adam Sandler makes terrible movies, or they still enjoy that shit? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I can't imagine a twenty year old would say like I, I don't know. I could be completely off, but I would guess that that they would either not know who he is or know and say like he's you know that old guy who makes stupid movies. They absolutely <laughs> I, know who he is, right? They have to you. That he doesn't make as many movies as he does, especially for Netflix, for someone, for anybody to say they don't know who he is. Because who, who are they making those movies for? For us. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? I, I, I think he's had such little success in the last 20 years that there's no reason for new people to find out who he is and what he's creating I think that he's such a bankable star still. Maybe that's, I would guess, that's on a sharp decline. But he's one of the most bankable of our generation. And so he's still cashing in on that. And I bet most college kids, teenagers, whatever, have no clue who he is unless their parents have shown them Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Hmm. um, 
but he's done nothing good. I think his best movie the last 20 years is Spanglish, which most people probably hate, but I think is enjoyable, and it's not a comedy, really. Well, his best movie of the last 20 years is Uncut Gems. So Okay, that was good. I mean, that was... Yeah, un- there's there's that there's punch uh, punch drunk love. Um, that was great. I, that was yeah. There, there, he's made some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I see. I my knee jerk reaction when I think of Adam Sandler is that he's not making these movies anymore for us. Mm-hmm. That these movies are made for kind of the Netflix crowd, like the crowd that they don't they're not going to go to the movie. They just want to see something that's like over the top, dumb. Maybe a little funny, like Hubie Halloween was the last thing I think I watched that he was on that he that he started and created everything. It wasn't good. It wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it for the Halloween, you know, factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that had so many young actors in it that would I think cross over to had the kid from Stranger Things, for instance. Yeah, so I think that crosses over into a younger generation. I just don't think that he's still making as much shit as he's making for for us, for people who are around in his heyday. I think he's making it for him. I think it's like a Michael Absolutely. Bay situation where he's, he's able to make it, you know, he don't, I don't even know. He doesn't even need to make money, right? Like he's right. he is making money, but he doesn't need yep. to, right? The guy's worth like $400-something million. Yeah. Um, and clearly he enjoys doing, you know, the Adam Sandler-style movies. Uh, right. Hubie Halloween is a good example of that being something pretty recent, which in is like classic Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. So he obviously everything that's done on Netflix or anything he's doing now is done by uh, Happy Madison, his production company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't even matter, except for like uncut gems. It doesn't even matter what he's getting paid because his company is making all the money on this, and then he right. also gets. You know, a shit ton of Brinks truck backed up to his house. Just work with his friends. Yeah. Like, isn't that what everybody wants? To just enjoy what you're doing, work with your friends, and get paid handsomely for it. Like, wouldn't we all just love that? So that's why I ask, is he a genius? Because he's getting any, he gets anything he wants greenlit, obviously. And then he just gets to work with with all his friends. So he's getting paid. He's getting all his friends paid. He just looks like he's having a good ass time. It's a good point. Then I guess he's a genius. And I wouldn't say he's, I don't know if he's the worst actor ever, mm-hmm. but I think now he makes the worst movies in the world just about. Like on a consistent basis, nobody puts out more terrible stuff than he does when you and consider gets, things like Yeah, and then he gets and, almost nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could call him, as far as like thinking about, wait, is he a genius? I don't think that you could call him that or make a strong case for it. I think he's just doing what he likes. He happened to do it, start doing it at a time when it was like, you know, culturally funnier. Um, And and, he stayed relevant for the most part over a period of time and gained wealth that way. And he's able to continue doing it. So I think he's just, it's kind of luck. Like obviously there's some skill and talent there, but um, but yeah, I think it's less of genius. Well, I think he banged out, you know, four or five movies that are generationally funny comedies that are, are, I think that you would say they're probably some of the best comedies the last like 20, 30 years. And I think from that, he built up a cachet to be able to do what he wants. Yeah. So yeah. I think because he created the production company, you know, was able to cachet his, his, his talent or what mm-hmm. he's built up in the industry 
and then turn that into like, okay, I can just make whatever I want. I don't know that's luck as much as, you know, he was on such an ascension right off of SNL that he rode that into like, I'm just going to keep making things. And they have to get like Netflix has to be, there has to be a mutual like agreement or there has to be mutual benefits for them to just say, yeah, keep making them right. People have to be watching them. Mm -hmm. I don't like Netflix isn't telling him to keep making them like he's making them and Netflix is buying them. Yeah, I don't know that that's true. I don't know that they don't have. He just doesn't. I'm not sure if he has a deal with Netflix exclusively. It's not like he's making them and then he's pitching them. Everything he makes, with the exception of Uncut Gems, which was not anything to do with his company, goes on to Netflix. So Happy Madison might have an, like Donald Glover just signed an exclusive deal with Amazon. So he's Donald Glover's not making something and then pitching it and Amazon's buying it. Like he's making it for Amazon. Yes, that's true. And I, yeah, I guess to be fair, I don't know for certain, but I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the case. Yeah. I don't know. Last for certain January. Either, but... Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Ahead, last January, he extended a deal. He extended his deal with Netflix for four more movies. So he mm-hmm. does have one. Okay. I, Which, I just, I would, I would assume because they're all on Netflix. The only thing that don't, that, that don't come out on Netflix are like the hotel Transylvania movies. Right. Which mm-hmm. I've heard are, are good. I don't know. I haven't seen them. Yeah. Um, he's the main person, and then I think Uncut Gems. I think that's it for the last. No, you know, that was that was five or six years at least. Yeah, Uncut, Uncut Gems, Gems was. Is a, yeah, yeah, that's a Netflix movie. Uncut Uncut Gems was a Netflix movie. Yes. Yeah. But it had a theatrical release. No, it was a theatrical yeah. movie, and then it, it got. It's a, it was not. It was a theatrical release. Well, but it's part of this Netflix contract, based on what this says right here. But yeah, I mean, it could have been like Roma, which had its own thing. And then part of the agreement yeah, is with Netflix true. also. I could I mean, be wrong, but I, I for know. some reason, because ne- because it also came out on, it's on physical media, things like that. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. done by his company. It's not a happy, it's know. not a happy Madison produced movie. I mean, Tyler found that on the internet. I don't know what other evidence <laughs> you need. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk do? about I, – I had to get that – I wanted to get that off my chest right off the bat because I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on Adam Sandler this whole movie because I think he was probably one of, what, the five most influential comedians during our our youth and maybe even our life. Yeah. So I don't maybe. want to shit on him this whole podcast. I just wanted to, to ask that question right off the bat because he put a string of movies together that are pretty pretty fantastic, and then he was great on SNL. Yes. So. Real quick. Okay, so I know you guys love lists. What are what's your top five Adam Sandler movies? Not maybe best, but maybe like your favorite or most enjoyable. Go ahead, Tyler. Number one is Happy Gilmore. Um, number two, The Wedding Singer. Number three, probably Billy Madison. Four. I haven't seen Big Daddy in a long time. That was that was definitely near the top around when it came out. I think I like Waterboy. As that's the maybe the dumbest <laughs> of all of them, but it has yeah. just some great moments. And Kathy Bates is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my number four. I'll, I'll go Waterboy four. Yeah, I, I would say with in no order specifically: Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates, and that's I'm going good. Airheads. Oh, yep, that's a good one. And that's Airheads a one. is a terrible movie, but I enjoy the shit out of yeah. Airheads. Good call. Like, I enjoy that movie probably more than I should. <laughs> what about you, Damien? 
Uh, I don't know that I could do. I have to like sit down and maybe rewatch them to figure out which one, like where they rank. But if I had to mm-hmm. give five, it's probably going to be Uncut Gems, Fifty First Dates, Punch Drunk Love, Waterboy, even though it's stupid, and then my um my last one is probably going to be bulletproof oh yeah with damon waynes yeah yes. wait wait so happy gilmore is not in your top five Alex i don't Adam think movies? so mm. so wedding singer's not either which no. i think wedding singer is far and away his best movie yeah. if, if you're just talking comedy i didn't like uncut gems it was fucking tense for the sake of being tense like I, I, that's why i like it i get it I, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. It was it was fine. I didn't think it was amazing. Wedding Singer, I think, is legitimately his best movie. I really like Wedding Singer. If I sat down and really thought about it, it, it might replace something else in here. It might replace Waterboy. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's yeah, wholesome. It's, a movie. it's like wholesome as fuck, man. It's just like yeah. it's a it's a feel good. It aged well. Doesn't have any like oh fuck moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Billy, Billy Madison's probably the one that's aged the worst out of his his early stuff. Fucking John Lovitz like all time cameo performance in oh, in oh, Wedding so Singer. Good. Great songs, fantastic songs. Yeah, man, it's I love that movie. Like one of the only Drew Barrymore movies I'm in. I'm in on. And Fifty First well, Dates. Yeah, Fifty First Dates is good. It's way more slapsticky. Right, and there's some stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm in on like Sean Astin's fucking his mesh, his like fishnet shirt <laughs> he wears lisp. all the time. Yeah, in his lisp. <laughs> but I think I think that's good, like a, a dumb, funny comedy, romantic comedy. Where I think Wedding Singer is a legitimately good movie. Yeah. To be clear, Punch Drunk Love is definitely in my top five. I was thinking more like the Happy Madison Ab- uh, Adam Sandler movies when I rattled off mine, but Punch Drunk Love is a phenomenal movie. Yes. I haven't seen it in so long. I I haven't seen that and Funny People in a long time. So yeah, that was that was tough to. I watch, remember that being remember a weird, was good. a weird yeah. movie. I I mean I'm gonna watch the shit out of Hubie Halloween every every Halloween. It it's not good, but like maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know. It's really not good. I, I remember when because I'm pretty sure we watched it, it together, right? We didn't watch it together. I think we did the the TMG movie night. Okay, okay, maybe that's what it was. I remember watching. Because it just came out this last Halloween, so we definitely didn't yeah. watch it together. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I just remember like my only memory of that movie is when it ended and I turned off the TV and went like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But like, how many movies? How many Halloween movies on our list that we watch every year? Are like, meh. Like, we look, I love Ernest. I love yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid. But is Ernest Scared Stupid better than the Hubie Halloween, or do we 100%. just have percent One hundred percent. I mean, they do they better. do turn trolls into fucking, or turn kids into little wooden, little wooden statuettes that they put in a tree, right? Yeah, I bet you didn't think I could find Miak this time of year, did you? <laughs> <laughs> fucking creepy ass Eartha Kit. Oh yeah, dude. Airheads though, like I mean, that's like that's an all timer for me. We yeah. when was the last time you watched it? Like a year ago. Uh, I tried the last time it came up in a podcast, maybe within the last year, Rob was like, there's some pod and and somehow Airheads came up and Rob was like, oh yeah, Airheads is is a great movie. And I was, 
I looked it up and was like, oh, good yeah. news. Airhead is on whatever streaming Everything. service. <laughs> yeah. I went and watched it. I think I made it like 20 minutes in and I was like, this is fucking unwatchable. Yeah. It's so I, I bad. Th- <laughs> yeah. I think that if you don't have nostalgia for it, it's probably terrible. But yeah. I watched it a lot when I was a kid and it, yeah. Steve Buscemi makes me laugh. Fucking Brendan Fraser makes me laugh. Adam Sandler. Dude, they, they, first of all, the idea of going and hijacking a radio station in 2021 is, doesn't make sense to anybody. Having a tape, having like a, having your, your tape you want played, they fucking storm a radio station with squirt gun, Mac, like, uh, like, like machine guns with hot sauce in them. (laughs) Like what part of that did you think was going to be great? No, I don't know. And then they get to put on a concert a la Johnny Cash in prison. Like True. It's not good, but no, I, it's like not. I said, I enjoy it. We all have those movies, and that's one for me. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like Johnny Mnemonic for you. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Airheads, I enjoy on the rewatch in 2021 more than I did like Bad Boys. R.I.P. Jerry. Bad Boys isn't supposed to be <laughs> – Bad Boys isn't supposed to be – like terrible and it's cringeworthy now yeah it's rough and sorry gerald airheads airheads has always been rough <laughs> yeah you can make that a strong <laughs> argument all right synopsis a rejected hockey player puts his skills to the golf course to save his grandmother's house that's a weird synopsis yeah it doesn't really sum it up properly and I had to look at it a couple times to make sure I wasn't missing a word. Like, it just doesn't feel like a complete sentence. <laughs> I think it's perfect. I don't know why you guys don't puts like his skills to the Puts his skills to the golf course? Yeah. Okay. It just seems like a weird two. Well, yeah, if you're talking about, like, is it grammatically proper, Tyler's going to be what, the only one. That's what, <laughs> it just, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know. Maybe we plug it into Grammarly real quick and see how it does. <laughs> if you're looking at the just the, does it explain the movie? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure it does. All right. Came out in 1996, right? That's like the heyday for all of us, I think. Damien, you're what, yeah. like 12, yep. 13? You ate this shit up, I guarantee it. 100%. 100%. Tyler and I are still watching Young Frankenstein at this point. So how we enjoyed uh, uh, Happy Gilmore and then we enjoyed something as refined and classy (laughs) as Young Frankenstein is beyond me, but I still love this shit. We just got, you know, broad taste. Yeah. What a great time to be alive for comedies. Really? It really was. Yeah, right off the top of my head, I just think of Dumb and Dumber and this. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, and throwing a little Ace Ventura, like all timers, man. Oh, yeah. Man, we hit we hit the birth lottery. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> All right. In some ways. Directed by a, a gentleman named Dennis Duggan or Dugan. Did you guys realize he's in this movie? Yeah. I had I just no found clue. Out today. I was gonna say I was this many day. I was today years old <laughs> when I noticed that. How, you already knew that, Damien. Um, I feel like I read it somewhere. At some point, I was looking up. Happy Gilmore and like Billy Madison shit on the internet because I yeah. have nothing better to do with my life. Uh, <laughs> sure. I remember reading it. Pandemic. And yeah, I did. No, no, no. This is, this is years ago. <laughs> this, is, this is pre-pandemic. <laughs> I, I had no excuse. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I remember looking it up and seeing it and going like, oh, you know, interesting tidbit. And then I reread it yesterday or this morning or something mm-hmm. like that. 
Yeah, I had no idea that he's the dude who plays like essentially the head of the PGA mm-hmm. that is always with with Shooter. Uh, I also then thought like, does this movie take a lot to direct? Like, is there a lot of amazing direction going on in this movie? You kind of just let Adam Adam Sandler do his thing, right? Basically. Can we just go over a couple of this these guy this guy's movies? He might be the he might have directed cumulative, cumulatively the worst group of movies ever. Let's hear it. Okay. Jack and Jill. Oh, God. Which is the abomination that Adam Sandler made where he plays brother and sister. <laughs> Grown Ups 1 and 2. Big Daddy, which, again, however you feel about Big Daddy, I've never been a fan of that movie, but okay. Saving Silverman, which we've talked about on this pod. Mm-hmm. Rob said it's one of his guilty pleasures. It's yeah. fine. It's like it's a terrible comedy. Mm-hmm. National Security. I don't remember that one. Nope. National Security is that not is that not the the movie with um with Tim Robbins and and Martin Lawrence? No, nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Yeah. Then I guess I don't oh, know what National Security yeah. is. Uh, those are just a few of them. You could go down the whole list. He essentially has directed, I don't know, 50% of Adam Sandler's movies and not a bunch of the good ones. <laughs> but he has this one. So I guess that's his saving grace, right? And yeah. Big Daddy. Like, Big Daddy's a popular movie. Mm-hmm. $12 million dollar budget. Go ahead. I was just going to say, he has 65 actor credits. Yeah. Wow. I think he's in all the movies. I, yeah, I, I think, think he's he is, in too. every one of the movies he's directed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This dude's trying to pull, like, the fucking Peter Jackson or, like, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> like, he's trying to be, like, hey, I'm going to fucking be in all my own movies. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you, you can't. Not, it doesn't work. But he actually, like, had a role in this movie. It just wasn't, like, a cameo. Right. <laughs> all right. $12 million budget, $41 million gross. Not bad. Mm. That's low. I, f- I feel like that's low. I mean, I don't, I don't know in 96 what movies were taken in, right? This isn't going to be – this isn't a, a, a summer blockbuster, but I think $41 million, I think making four times its budget for a comedy is, is probably pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 65% critics, which I was shocked. Like, that's a yeah. decent rating. 85% audience. There you go. Yeah. All right. The only thing I really found interesting doing research about this movie was that, you know, obviously Sandler is a co-writer of it, uh, that it the character's loosely based on his childhood friend that he played hockey and golf with. And Sandler didn't play hockey. And the dude always was able to drive the ball further than he was as they were both golf players. And that's what he thought was the the reason is because he played hockey, too. So interesting. But nothing about being, you know, over the top violent or anything like that. Which I mean, rage control problems. Yeah. Do you care about? Do you care about Happy Gilmore if he's not if he just drives the ball four hundred yards? You no, know, you like him because he's gonna lose his shit all the time, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Here comes the putter throw. Like that's why. You, <laughs> that's why you like him. All right. I'm just gonna tell you right off the bat. The category that has the shit, just an absolute shit ton of, of uh, of of options, nominees, is most memorable lines. Oh, of course. I mean, this might be the most quoted movie of all time. In my life, I think it's other than Young Frankenstein and probably surpassing it is this movie. I think I've quoted this movie more than any other in my entire life. I mean, Young Frankenstein's 50 years old, dude. That ain't in your lifetime. 
I mean, happens to be that I've you've seen. watched it in your lifetime. Well, that's what I mean. Just movies Got I've it. seen that I've quoted. This what is think, number one. Knee-jerk reaction. Is this like maybe the most quoted movie of your of your lifetime? It probably. I mean, there are some that are still used, have been used yes. very recently, embarrassingly I, recently. <laughs> I think any time you play a sport, something from this movie, one of those lines is coming up. Yeah. Especially if you go, if you go like frisbee golf, mini golf, actual golf, like you're using, you know, go home. Are you too good for your home? Like that's, you're just throwing that out there. Have either of you told your children you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep? Not yet. No. I will. But (laughs) I'm so proud of myself and happy with my life, how it's turned out, because there have been times where (laughs) one of the kids have said, my fingers hurt or my back hurts or something like that. (laughs) I've said, oh, well, now your back's going to hurt. And they have no idea what I'm saying, but I've used that line in context flawlessly numerous times. And and then do you ask the other one, like, your fingers hurt too. Finger? Yeah, <laughs> you just pulled yeah. landscaping duty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is has has there ever been a greater cameo than Ben Stiller? Like we're gonna talk about it at some point, but just think about that. Yeah, all fucking timer. Yeah, all timer. He's still the guy from Happy Gilmore for me. <laughs> all right, so most watchable scene. I got a few here. I could put a ton. This movie didn't have. I, okay, so I hadn't watched this movie in probably at least 10 years, start mm-hmm. to finish. Um, I think this is one of the movies that you can just watch on on like YouTube, essentially. Like You can watch all the best parts on YouTube. Mm-hmm. None of the scenes, none of the best parts of this movie feel like a scene. Does that make sense? They just feel like little like clips, almost. They don't feel like a, a, a start-to-finish scene. Yeah. You, they I almost feel like you could just pull parts out of a scene, and those are the best parts of the movie. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, a, a narrative story isn't really the strong suit for these folks who no. are making these movies, and, and that's fine. You know, they don't need they don't need it to be, but yeah, I think you're right. Sure. But something, again, like Dumb and Dumber, you can I can tell you scenes specifically that start to mm-hmm. finish are my favorite scenes of that movie, and there's, there's parts within those scenes that are great, where this is just like, okay, one scene, and it has like a part in the scene that I enjoy, but there's not multiple parts within that scene, Yeah, if that makes sense. There are a couple times... But overall, for me, it was hard to say like what I thought the most mem- most watchable scenes were, because they're not like full scenes. I'll give you an example. So one of my favorite, I love the intro. I didn't put it down here, but mm-hmm. I love the intro on on how he's telling the the history of the character essentially mm-hmm. through like home movies and kind of the mm-hmm. almost like the Wonder Years feel to mm-hmm. it. I didn't put that mm-hmm. on here. The first scene I have is the intercom scene with his girlfriend. All you ever talk about is being a pro hockey player, but there's a problem. You're not any good. I am good. You know what? You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I've seen those finger paintings you bring home and they suck. I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean that. I I think they're excellent finger paintings. Please don't go. I am not spending the rest of my life. And it's just because this is Adam Sandler at like full power. The peak of his powers, rage, funny, voices, like... When he says, I've seen those finger paintings you brought home and they suck, <laughs> it's like one of my favorite parts of any movie yeah. ever. And I f- completely forgot about it until I just watched it. Oh, I can't great. wait to tell my daughter that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, dude. That whole part. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 
the intercom scene itself is funny, but then like when the older Asian lady comes up and they allude to they smash, like that's <laughs> funny, I guess. It's not as funny now as it was when we were all like 16, but the yeah. intercom scene, dude, is like mm-hmm. genius to me. And it's him just like doing his thing. He's I not even, inter- I can't imagine he's interacting with an actor at that point, right? There's obviously not yeah. somebody on the, I don't think on the other end of that intercom, it's just him doing his thing. I think you hit it right. It feels like just that sums him up so well, that bit where he's, you know, he's so volatile and hilarious. He plays this sweet, lovable guy. He's singing. That's everything that he did in his peak that, and he nailed it. That was great. Exactly. It's the singing. It's the voice. He does the same voice for like every character. Yeah. yeah. He's got like, especially in his youth, like kind of a a, a lovable baby face. He's, Mm -hmm. he's, he just seems like the every guy. And I think that's what works for him. Yeah, right. he's like uh, the, the every guy, but he has the weird sort of manic behavior that makes him a bit unpredictable. <laughs> Absolutely. What is his accent? Like, I don't know. he has he almost has like a like an East Coast accent. Yeah, but it's not super. I, I can't put my finger on it. Right, it doesn't sound like super New York. It doesn't sound like Brooklyn, for instance. But then it doesn't sound like like Mass. It, it's just not like a Boston accent. It's a weird. Yeah. It's definitely East Coast. Yeah, he was according to born IMDb, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, according to IMDb, he was born in Brooklyn. Oh my bad. Okay. I mean, I'm in. Like that scene gets me right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Next scene is happy in the movers. Oh my God, you got a hold of that one. I'd like to see you try it. Yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. Sorry, ladies, I'm not the golfing type. But I'll tell you what, you hit a ball past my ball, and we'll go straight back to work so you can watch your precious hockey game. <laughs> Give me the stupid club. So that's like obviously when his grandma's house is getting repoed and the grandma gives a great performance in this too, but then his interaction with the movers and hit them hitting the ball and hitting, mm-hmm. you know, slapsticky hitting the, hitting the guy falling down. But has anybody Tyler, I mean, you're into sports, I'm into sports, Damien, not as much. Has anybody actually ever tried to swing like this? Have yes. you ever tried to do this? I did. I, my, I went golf with my dad, my brother, and one of my dad's friends. And 18th hole, I'm bad at golf. Like, I'm not a good golfer. You have to play a lot of golf sure. to be good at it, and I'm terrible at it. But 18th hole, I tried this, and I fucking smashed it as far as I've hit any ball in my life, down the middle. And, you know, I've <laughs> and tried you just it. gave I, up after that? I mean, I, I probably got a seven on the par three, but. <laughs> no, um, but I mean, you never tried that approach again. At a driving range, yeah, for sure, but not in, a, not in an actual round of golf. Is it legal? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know the the golf rules. I don't know the, the official PGA rules enough to know if you can be like moving your feet when swinging. Yeah, good question. Get so in this scene, I think. It. Yeah, I think again, this scene is is a pretty wholesome scene. Um, I think he's again showing like kind of his. He's not being manic, right? He's just being incredibly likable, chit chatting. There's a lot of little quibs he's throwing out with the movers. So I just think this this works. Almost feels mm-hmm. like. Like a skit from Saturday Night Live. Um, and see, I could put the scene with Ben Stiller, but that's not mm. really – that's like a part of the scene. And I don't think yeah. the rest of the scene is like that memorable. Like I wouldn't stop and watch it, but I might YouTube that little part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like him driving up, the lady jumping on the car. Like Again, funny in 96. I not really find it that funny now. You're older. Thank you, you wouldn't get him in. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, 
the next scene is Happy's first pro am, or the the pro tour uh, tournament he's in. Gary Potter, great to have you on the tour, Happy. I feel a lot of solid energy coming out of you. Good positive aura. Great, great. It's all great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nice to meet you, man. Is it always like this with the uh, TV cameras and the, and the people and stuff? Oh yeah, a lot of pressure. You got to rise above it. Mm -hmm. You got to harness in the good energy, block out the bad. Harness energy, block bad. Uh -huh. Feel the flow, Happy. Feel it. It's circular. It's like a carousel. You pay the quarter, you get on the horse. It goes up and down and around. Uh -huh. Circular, circle with the music, the flow, all good things. I think again, Kevin Nealon's little speech he gives him right at the beginning is an all-timer. It's just so, and it's subtle, and it's not something I necessarily remembered, but when I watched it this time, it was so funny to me. Yeah. And then you're introduced to Shooter, right? That fucking sack of shit. I remember him being, like, way worse, though. Like, way more of a villain. And watching it this time, he's not really in the movie that much. I think, I think he's still, I don't know. I, I, I would disagree. Okay. You think he's still, like, super villain? He's still someone that I love to hate. <laughs> All right. Damien, have, have, have in 25 years, has your feelings towards Shooter McGavin changed? No, I feel like he was exactly the way I remembered. Like, I don't know that I'd call him a supervillain, but he's, you know, definitely the, the very arrogant, um, weaselly, like, I'm going to win no matter what, you know, is he has that just kind of vibe about him and that's that's exactly what his character is okay two questions one do you know anybody like that in real life thankfully I, no i've met people like that for sure i wouldn't say i know them because I've, i'm not friends with them but for sure i've met people like that would he have voted for trump <laughs> <laughs> oh boy the answer is yes the answer is probably yes <laughs> All right, next scene is Bob Barker's tournament. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. That's... I mean, that might be my favorite part of the whole movie, that start-to-finish scene. Because Bob Barker, again, we, I think we all stayed at home as a kid. We all right. missed school. We were all sick. And before, like, watching, you know, Judge Judy or something, you watch The Price is Right. And you watch that old man be the most lovable person in the world and talk about spay and neutering your dogs, <laughs> your, your animals at the end of his episodes. And to then see him get in a fist fight with, with Adam Sandler, like, I was in. Super in. Yeah. And it still holds up really well. And then the last scene I have is just the whole ending. Feels like 20 minutes, the tour championship. Um, not the funniest parts of the movie, but I think the most, like you're probably locked in the most because you want to see what happens. You know, there's a fucking car accident, shit falling over, you know, uh, uh, just a, a little bit more of a climax than anything else. So I, I left out some stuff, I guess. I left out, you know, when he meets Chubb, Chubbs for the first time. I left out things, but again, those aren't like full scenes to me. So I just had a harder time putting them in here. Tyler, what do you got? Um, the one I went with is that scene where he meets Happy, where he's at the driving range, and um, the the guy in the bay next to him invites him to come to the trap for the trip for the you know. Probably say, yeah, see you there. <laughs> just I have definitely Adam done that, Sandler. by the way. I've oh, done that sure. in life. Yeah, 
Uh, and then when he meets Chubbs, that entire sequence with Chubbs and the greatest line probably in movie history, um, which you've already played. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Low-key, one of my favorite parts of this whole movie is how long Carl Weathers' arm is. <laughs> it's clear that his arm is just holding on to the wooden arm, <laughs> the wooden hand. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Damien, when we first met and uh, I got you, we both got invited to like hang out with the neighbors and you and I weren't really friends yet. And I said like, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see maybe. And then you were like, yeah, this fucking guy's not coming. Did I essentially <laughs> give you the, yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was like the more polite modern version of the, <laughs> of the thumbs down. Yeah. What you have anything you want to add to this? Any, uh, I don't, any other scenes? Yeah, I don't think I have anything to add. Um, if I had to pick one, for me, it's going to be probably the Bob Barker fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was just so out of character for, for you know, Bob Barker that we watched growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one I'd have to pick. As a quick aside, did you read that, uh, A, Bob Barker refused a stunt double? Uh, for really? That. Yeah. So they like really? off, they offered him a stunt double, and he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I don't need a stunt double. I know how <laughs> oh, to fight." Which what about uh, when they're rolling down the fucking hill? That's all him, apparently. Um, Dude, which amazing. which apparently is because he knew how to fight. Uh, which is because he actually spent time training with Chuck Norris. Oh, <laughs> what? No big deal. So you, there's certain things in movies that you can tell. Again, we've talked about it a bunch of times. If someone can't play sports. But they're yes. they're playing in an athlete. Teen Wolf is a perfect example, yes. right? Michael J. Fox has never picked up a fucking basketball in his life, but is in a basketball movie. Right. Adam Sandler is an athlete, right? Plays basketball all the time, mm-hmm. has these like legendary pickup games. And if you're if you're good at basketball, I think it translates into like at least you're athletic enough to pretty much do any other sport. You might not be great at it, but you're not gonna look like a clown. He he swings a golf club like fine. He looks fine. Yeah. Fighting is another one of those things. Hmm. Like you can tell when a dude has never thrown a punch. Yeah. Bob Barker looks like he's thrown a punch. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got that solid left jab followed by like a right cross. Yeah. You know? And it looks solid for, you know, for like a hundred year old man. For sure. <laughs> another, another just random fun fact uh, having to do with the Bob Barker fight that like when they actually fought on the golf course, that golf course is in um, British Columbia. But apparently the club where the actual golf course is renamed the par four where that happened to Happy's Hole. So you can go oh, there nice. and, and uh, play on Happy's Hole. That's amazing. Hole. Yep. Yeah, because the whole movie is fil- filmed in Vancouver, I believe. Yeah. I didn't okay. know that. It it looks like it. I mean, because if you notice, every event they go to is in like Portland or San Francisco. Yeah. Any place that they can make the shitty weather <laughs> yeah. that's in Vancouver seem like, oh, yeah, that would that – would, be there in San Francisco or yeah, that, that's what it looks like in Portland. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably there with you. I think the Bob Barker scene is my favorite scene. Definitely has some of the best lines. Uh, but again, there's little scenes like the Chubb scene is great. The scene where he goes for the first time and he meets the other professionals on the tour. Mm-hmm. And then that leads at, at some point into him and shooter, like meeting up at the, at the, the bar. And he's <laughs> like, watch what I say or watch, <laughs> watch, watch, watch what you say. I just yeah. may, you know, that whole scene. But that's not like a scene to me. But there's yeah. so many great interactions. All right. So next is a what the fuck moment. I only have one, and it's when Chubbs dies. Because oh. I remember vividly, like, watching this movie. And when he, he died, I was like, wow, they just killed, like, one of the main characters. 
Because that's not something you usually saw, mm, I don't think. True. At least in my, you know, 16-year-old Anthony didn't remember that. So, Tyler, you have anything on that? I think Chubbs would vote for that moment as what the fuck moment too. Seeing an alligator's <laughs> head in a box <laughs> falling out a window. Well, um, I mean, bit his, damn alligator bit his hand off. <laughs> I went with when Happy does a slap shot and knocks Chubbs' hand off and then it gets run over by the 18-wheeler. <laughs> It's it's sturdy. It's wood. It's real yeah. sturdy. <laughs> and then also the moment where a shooter's running away with a gold jacket and the mob runs him down. And then off screen, you hear a shooter getting beaten and his gruesome screams. Sounds like that he was, dies. Yeah. yeah it sounds like they a bit excessive. <laughs> the amount the of dude like, from 00. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say the amount of like audio over that they did for this <laughs> film is completely ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let me, okay, so let me just ask you right now. When's the last time both of you watched a movie before this? Damien? Watched Happy Gilmore before this? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I don't know. It, it's probably been over 10 years. Tyler? Probably about the same. Start to finish for sure. Yeah. All right, so, Tyler, I, I got to imagine it's still, like, one of your favorite Adam Sandler movies, even after watching it this time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite comedies ever. Damien? We asked you at the beginning, like, top five, right? You asked, and then you answered your own question. I'm assuming that you didn't like this on the rewatch. No, I did. I thought it was good, but I, I it's for nostalgia reasons. I, I think, like, Really? I, I think so. I mean, I think if you sit somebody down who didn't watch this in 96 or somewhere around then, they're going to watch this and go, like, this is, like, they might chuckle a few times, but I think, in general, the, the sentiment is going to be, like, this is pretty stupid. I see that. I think in 96 it was stupid. Like this is, it's not, Dumb and Dumber is stupid. This is stupid. Like Ace Ace Ventura is stupid. I don't think that these are like smart comedies per se. I think, so I haven't watched it, I hadn't watched it in years, like like I said. Um, It still held up really well to me. It doesn't have any of those overtly, it doesn't have any, any spots where you're just like, oh shit, did they really say that? At least I don't remember them, any spots like that. There's no racial humor. Um, there's no like homophobic humor. There's no, no, you know, he's not like a womanizer. No, it didn't, uh, like it didn't, it didn't have anything offensive like today sure. really. Um, but, but that said, you, you still find, like we all find it funny because we found it funny in 96. I think like the humor has changed. And if you are 20 years old today and you watch it, you obviously don't have the same frame of reference. That's why I think that person's not going to think it's as good. Yeah, then that's what I'm saying. I don't know because there's so many moments that I it's hard for me to quantify that are funny in this movie. It's and it's because of what Adam Sandler's doing. Like when Chubb says he wasn't allowed to play football because it was a dangerous sport and Adam Sandler like reaches over and like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." and like grabs his fucking wooden arm. Like I think that's still funny and I think yeah. that people would still think that shit was funny. But I can't quantify it cuz me telling you that it doesn't come off as funny, but watching it, you might get a laugh out of it. Does that make sense? Again, it feels like a long ass SNL skit. Yeah. Like this whole movie just feels like a long and SNL is still popular. So that's why I'm saying I would think that some of this would still hold up. Yeah, I I don't think it's gonna be unwatchable. I think it's just gonna it's it's especially funny to us because of our generation at the time. You know, somebody, sure. you know, again, twenty years old picking a random number, they might chuckle here and there, like, okay, that's kind of funny. I get it, he grabbed his hand and said this thing. Um, but but nobody's like audibly laughing like maybe some we did you know while watching this even recently yeah i'm always i'm always interested in that like i i I tend to 
I feel like I agree with you. Um, but then I, I don't, I, I just, I wish there was a way for us to quantify that. I wish we could talk to a 20 year old right now who had never <laughs> watched it and tell us what they thought about it. Yeah. I don't want, I agree with you. I don't want to quantify it. I want like a qualitative study of just observing sure. people watching it and seeing their reaction. Because when is the last time we're going off on a tangent here, but when is the last time you think you've watched a modern comedy that you think is really funny? Like what is, what comes to mind? Is there something that comes right to mind? Lady Bird. Is that like a, okay. So Lady Bird is that, okay, let me rephrase that. A comedy, because Lady Bird would be more of like a, a dramedy at times almost. And, and maybe a smart comedy. Okay. When is the last time you watched something that was as tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. as Happy Gilmore is supposed to be? Because they still make things like this yeah, that, you, that you watched and you thought was actually funny. Do they? Do they still make I mean, Will Ferrell made a career out of this. And Will Ferrell has made movies that were better, that were good more recently than Adam Sandler has. Yeah. Those are still pretty old, though, right? Absolutely. But that's the that's first thing that comes to my mind. But they're not 25 years old. Yeah, yeah but they're 10... 15 years old, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to think. I don't even know who who now, uh, like Kevin Hart, like would Kevin Hart be in the Adam Sandler, you know, stratosphere as someone today that would make movies like that? I can't think of a modern comedian that is making this stuff. I feel like Melissa McCarthy is like as her and Kevin Hart they seem to be sure. coming out with these types of movies. Bridesmaids, probably. What was that, 2014? That movie made me laugh Bride- a lot. Bridesmaids. No, dude. Bridesmaids just celebrated its 10th anniversary. Oh, I was wow. Gonna say, that's going to be 10 years old, right? Yeah, because okay. I just saw it like a, on social media. They were all over it. Bridesmaids, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, though, Melissa McCarthy is a great comp because I don't think she's funny. I think some stuff she's in has been funny, and she was fantastic in Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. But I think overall she's not that funny. Agreed. Hmm. Kristen Wiig I mean again I think Kristen I think like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are funnier than Kristen Wiig but I can't even tell you a movie that they've been in that I thought was great the last like semi funny movie that I thought was good was probably Longshot and that was a romantic comedy with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron that's the first thing that comes to mind but that's not like this Mm -mm. so that's what I'm saying is I can't think of a modern comedian I, I just can't anymore you don't have Will, or you don't have um, Vince Vaughn anymore. You don't have Will Ferrell anymore. Like they're not pushing out starring movies. You know, Paul Rudd's not even. Paul Rudd's never been like a leading man, right? He's always been in ensembles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just think about it. I can't think of anything. I just, I literally can't. Will Ferrell's the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Kevin Hart movies. I can't tell you if Kevin Hart is funny or not because I don't watch that shit. I mean, I think, Why? yeah, you're saying that by by not watching it, right? Because if they were funny, because you'd I've, watch them. I've watched, I mean, Kevin Hart, somebody has to think Kevin Hart's funny because his movies make a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. I've watched a couple Kevin Hart movies. I've seen Kevin Hart stand up and he is to me like a one trick pony. Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. And I don't find his shit that funny. Adam Sandler is Adam Sandler, but I found Adam Sandler funny. Hmm. You know? Yeah, I totally, I, I 100% agree with everything that you said. That's kind of part yeah. of the reason why I feel like the 20-year-old isn't going to find Adam Sandler funny in the same way that I don't find Kevin Hart funny. And that's what I'm asking. I was My question was going to lead into, and that's why I asked you who's a modern Adam Sandler. My question was going to be, 
it does that work in reverse too, where now a 35 year old Damien doesn't think the same thing a 20 year old would think is funny and vice versa. 35 year old Damien and a 20 year old definitely don't think the same. But see now again, that's funny. That's it's, and we're going again. We're just going off a tangent, but I just enjoy the conversation. I think comedy, older comedies, are still funny. There's like Tyler saying, "Young Frankenstein." I think is still funny. There's plenty of older comedies that I find very enjoyable, but I don't find a lot of newer comedies enjoyable. Do they even make newer comedies anymore? Do newer comedies even come out in theaters? Or are they just on Netflix, buried, mm-hmm. like Hubie Halloween? I'm not a Will Ferrell guy either, so I don't find Will Ferrell. I like Will. I like Will Ferrell in supporting roles. I don't think Will Ferrell is great in leading roles. Yeah, I think I probably get down, <laughs> get behind that. All right. Sorry, we just went off on like a 15 minute tangent. Yeah, I'm gonna help bring us back by giving the answer to my what the fuck moment, which I was never asked. Um, <laughs> but my my answer is. Uh, on rewatch anyway, I can't remember if young, younger me thought the same thing, but on rewatch the scene where shooter deep throats, the Gene Simmons kiss mask tongue <laughs> Dude. was my only what the fuck moment. As soon I was like, first of all, is he going to smash on this older lady? Yeah. Like, is he just going <laughs> to tongue kiss this old lady? And then he literally like, yeah, deep throats the Gene Simmons tongue. Yeah. What it's the weird. fuck? I mean, it makes sense for the movie, right? Absolutely. I thought it was great. <laughs> is Julie Benz the lady from at, uh, Happy Gilmore, or is she the lady from Modern Family? Like, what do you associate her with now? I didn't watch I can't Modern think Family. of anything. I can't think of it. Yeah, but Modern, you don't have to have watched it to know that it was a fucking juggernaut, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I think I still associate her as, as being uh, Veronica. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just can't think of anything else she's ever been in. So I always associate her now with with uh, Modern Family. But when Modern Family was coming out, I was like, oh, it's the lady from Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And there's a 15-year-old, 15 15-year 15 difference between the two, Yeah, like a time span. But that was what I thought of her as. I know she's been in other stuff. I just, off the top of my head, can't think about it. All right, standout, standout performance. Uh, I have Adam Sandler, obviously, as Happy Gilmore. And I put Christopher Mc, uh, McDonald as Shooter McGavin. But then on the rewatch, I, see, I don't know if he's in the movie enough. Like, it doesn't feel like there's a supporting actor. Or it feels like he's strictly like a supporting actor. It doesn't feel like he's a lead. But this is Adam Sandler, right? Like, this movie doesn't work if Adam Sandler's not amazing. What do you think, Tyler? I think you're right. He makes the movie. But I, and he's probably the right answer here, but I'm going with Christopher McDonald as Shooter. I think I, I just didn't get the sense that you, the same sense that you did that he's not in it as much or you know enough. Um, and I think he's just so good at playing the smug, egotistical asshole who thinks he's in this stratosphere all his own as a golfer and a human being. Um, and he just he plays it so perfectly well. All right. Do you think it's weird that uh, somehow in the in the span of the movie he wins like fifteen? You know, golf tournaments in a row, which right. would never happen in real life. <laughs> right. He's better than Tiger Woods could ever possibly be. Sure. Yeah. Damien, do you got anybody you want to add? No, I, there's nobody to add. I think for me, the clear answer is is just happy. Mm. All right. Random Tyler, you said Christopher McDonald, right? Yes. If if Kevin Costner was to play Christopher McDonald or Shooter McGavin, 
Would this have been a, a completely different movie? Yeah. What? That's who originally they wanted to play. They wow. offered it to him and he, he turned it down. Because he's a golfer, probably. They probably thought they wanted somebody who could play golf, maybe? Uh, it was something about Tin Cup. Either Tin Cup had just come out or was coming out. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to make multiple golf movies. I think I'm all in to see how, how Kevin Costner would have played Shooter McGavin because he's never been in anything like this, right? No, Bull but Durham's probably the closest. Yeah, I was just gonna say comedy. he's an asshole in that you know, like in a in a certain way, he's an asshole. I could, he probably could have pulled that off, but not in the same smug type of way. Nobody pulls off the the double gun fingers, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Better than Christopher McDonald. Yeah, like yeah. nobody. No, he is forever Shooter McGavin. Yes. Have you done the gun fingers ever, Tyler? Probably for fun. Yeah, I had to have, right? <laughs> Haven't we all? I, I, I would imagine. It's not a Damien, go-to. you for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. It, you do it ironically to try and torment somebody because it's <laughs> it's like a maximum disrespect type thing. <laughs> not recently, though. <laughs> is it a ma- maximum disrespect? I feel like it is because you're, you're, you know, embodying Shooter McGavin and nobody likes that guy. Right. Did did you do that and then go the like blow on him or no? Yeah, I mean like you gotta do away? you gotta do the like blow off the smoke move. <laughs> yeah, did you do one or double? No, no, you, you you gotta go double guns. Well, he does one sometimes, but then when he's really like pumped, he does exactly two. when he's jacked. And you know yeah. Yeah. when he when he's really pumped, and you see like at the end of the movie, he does it. You know he's very animated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, you got to put him back in the holster. <laughs> yeah, got to put him away. All right. Uh, worst performance. Look, man, if you're going to start nitpicking people's performance in a movie like Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. you're just watching the wrong movie. Yep. Right? It just, you, you know what you're getting, man. Everybody's everybody's given a level of bad performance, right? But they're also given a level of, like, comedic genius performance. So I got nobody on this. Tyler? Nobody, yeah. Damien. Same thing. All right. Who did the most of the least? This might be the most stacked... I got three people, and they might be like three all-timers. So you have Bob Barker, right? We already talked about Bob Barker playing himself, which is like a fucking like all-time power move. <laughs> like, I'm just going to play myself. Carl Weathers is Chubbs, right? Again, all-timer. You have this guy who I had only seen him in three movies before. Action Jackson, yep. the Rocky movies, so I guess two Rocky movies, and Predator. And then he's playing a dude with a with a newsboy hat and a gold cardigan. Couldn't be more different than any of the other roles. Right. And I, I I ate it up, man. Carl Weathers all timer in this. But let's let's be honest. The the all time did the most of the least cameo is is Ben Stiller as Hal. <laughs> Everything from the voice <laughs> to the the fucking handlebar mustache to just he's just the somehow he's the worst person in this movie and shooter shooter mcgavin's in this movie but ben stiller is running a sweatshop with, <laughs> with the elderly and he's terrible but he's so amazing am i wrong somebody tell me i'm wrong uh, yeah i don't think anybody here is going to tell you that chubb uh, carl weathers gives an all-timer though too right it's hard it's almost hard to pick between the two yeah my thought process was also like knee-jerk reaction, Bob Barker. I was like, it's got to be Bob Barker. And then I kind of thought about it a little bit more, and I got to Chubbs, and I was like, okay, yeah. Um, there's like a strong case we made here for 
for Trubs, and then I and then I remembered Ben Stiller, and I was like, <laughs> okay, it's like a there's a really clear winner here. When they're looking out the window, he looks at the old lady and he gives her like the fucking I'm gonna the, slit your the, neck. The Colombian Colombian yeah. fucking necktie move, yeah. dude. <laughs> and I forgot about the back the, the fucking landscape. You just pull the you just you pull just pull landscape, landscape duty. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's dude, he is the best, but the worst. Yeah. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah. I there's so much joy in my heart earlier when you said you still think of him as the guy from <laughs> Epic Gilmore. As much as he's done, he's as as much as even like Will Ferrell, he's the comedic star of you know the last twenty twenty five years probably, and just for you to say that he's still the guy from Happy Gilmore makes me very happy. Dude, I don't think of him literally from anything else. It it I have to stop and think about other movies he's been in. Mm. Obviously, you know, Meet the Parents, uh, you know, Reality Bites, Zoolander. Um, Zoolander you know, Starsky and Hutch, like he's done and he's directed a bunch of shit. This is like the all timer for me. I, this is the only thing I think of him from dude. He was in, and I know it doesn't hold up well, but Tropic Thunder is an all time comedy for me. He's the fucking star in that. He directed that. (laughs) And I don't even think of him (laughs) because for me, it's, that's Robert Downey Jr.'s movie, but he's always going to be Hal from fucking happy Gilmore, dude forever. Yeah, it's just it's it's the all timer. All right, so uh, does this still hold up? I never thought about it until you guys. I didn't know until you just mentioned it today that Subway sandwich, how they cut their bread, and you both <laughs> were like, "What the fuck?" I didn't know that was a thing. Do either one of you want to elaborate on that? Because that clearly doesn't hold up because they don't do it anymore. Yeah, I guess I'll. I mean, I don't have much to add other than they used to take the bread, set it down, and slice two lines down the top of it. And shove your shit so inside there and then put the like weird... Like a pocket. Yeah, well, so but it's not really a pocket. So then they put this weird triangular strip <laughs> upside, like an inverted pyramid, basically, back on top of your sandwich. And I remember... So you got, like, more bread. Like, who wants more bread? Well, I don't know that it changed the quantity of bread you got, but it was just, like, you're... I don't know. If you saw the picture I sent you, it just looks so weird, right? What did What did your girlfriend say about it, Damien? I think she remembered it um, because yeah. she said the same thing uh, after you you had texted the, our little group chat or whatever. Um, she was like, do you remember when Subway used to cut bread that way? And I was like, holy fuck, I do. <laughs> you know, they would basically cut like a V in you yeah. know long ways in your, so into your foot long. And then they would pull the V off. They yep. would put they would like put all your your cold cuts Fix inside it. the little V trough that they just cut out, <laughs> which is fine. But then they put the top piece, which is the inverted pyramid, on top, and like it can't go anywhere except for right. to tip over one side <laughs> to the other. It was so stupid. Why would you not just do it like they do yeah. now, where you just fucking cut a hole, in the like a slice the bread down the I middle? I don't. It get was it. just like Subway steak at the time. They were like, we need something that sets us apart. Yeah. Dude, how great is that commercial they film where he hits the sub in the dude's mouth? Talk about yes. a hole in one. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so much Subway product placement through the whole yeah. movie. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. Dude, it's Subway incredible. Subway probably they probably uh they probably paid up quite a bit yeah. for that. Yep. All right, so so that obviously doesn't hold up well because they don't do that anymore. And and that was like the first thing both of you mentioned <laughs> and I had no idea. 
The other thing I think that doesn't hold up well is in 96 wasn't that long ago, but there's no mention of Tiger Woods, obviously because he wasn't mm-hmm. Tiger Woods at that point. But you make a movie now about golf, there's either a reference to Tiger Woods yeah. or he's in the movie. And it felt odd, both of those, because greatest golfer of all time, certainly the greatest golfer of our of our living memory. Mm-hmm. So that felt odd that they didn't have that in there. Yeah, 97 was his first Masters win, so just just ahead mm-hmm. of his time. Yeah, and you got to think they made they probably filmed this in 95. Yeah, yeah. It came out in 96. But yeah, it, Tiger Woods was still a known mm-hmm. – he was still known, right? He was going to be this phenomenal – you know, he's like the, the, the uh, young kid who's supposed to be this, this amazing golfer, so yep. some phenom, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Either one, you have anything else that you want to throw in here? It's funny to me that a comedy doesn't have anything else that that really didn't hold up. Again, because we've talked about it, most times comedies have. Yeah, they don't hold up. Some mm-hmm. ugh moments, but this one doesn't really have any to me. Agreed. Same here. All right, so then we have this still holds up. We talked about it. To me, the humor still holds up because there's nothing in it that I don't think is cringeworthy. Um, Adam Sandler, right? The dude is still making movies, still <laughs> turn them out. Like Damien said, like a $450 million worth. Just had a movie that was supposed to be nominated for Academy Awards a couple years ago. So, like, good for him. Still making shit. Yeah. Still looks relatively the same, right? Yeah. Looks older, but he doesn't look crazy different. And I think the thing that holds up the best is, is Shooter McGavin. Because <laughs> that dude is still Shooter. And I think people still do the gun fingers yep. and still quote Shooter McGavin. It's brilliant. Yeah, so, I yeah. love how, like, I'd read that he... Um, what's his name? Christopher McDonald. He yeah. initially turned down the role because he was tired mm-hmm. of being like typecast in, oh. <laughs> into like the antagonist, um, but but ended up taking it for for whatever reason. And I'm so happy because yeah. this is what this is what I remember him for. He will always be shooter. Yeah. I think this is like the only thing I remember him from. Yeah. I mean, I know he's been in other stuff, but he's always shooter to me. Mm-hmm. He looks the same. Like he has a, he's on a Netflix comedy that I recently I didn't watch but I saw you know they show the clips at the uh, when you open Netflix and it somehow it it had that show on and he was on it I was like oh shit it's Shooter McGavin he looks older but it's it's Shooter <laughs> a little gray now but all right. um Tyler do you think this is a sports movie Yeah I think it is I think because okay. like like you said you know if you take a movie that has an element of sports, but the people can't play it, it's, um, well, it's just, it's unwatchable. But I think when you have people who are athletic to some degree and the plot is based around, you know, somewhat centered around the actual plane of sports, it has to be a sports movie. So, yeah. Okay. I think I, I think I can get down with that. Do you think of it more, obviously you think of it more as a comedy than a sports movie. Yeah, for sure. But I would say, you know, this is, if someone were to ask me, which no one ever would, what's your what are your favorite golf movies? This is probably number one or two. I think. If I someone was to ask you, what are your favorite your favorite sports movies? Would this make a list? It would make the list for sure. Yeah. I mean, they play a lot the of list before Sandlot. No, but they play a lot of golf in this, and it's like people who know how to swing a club, so that qualifies for me. Is it a better golf movie than Tin Cup? No, I haven't seen no. Tin Cup start to finish in a long time. Um, yeah, me either. Yeah, but that's a good movie and funny. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Completely, it is funny, but it's not funny in the same way. No, no. All right, Damien, do you think this is a sports movie? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not the I'm not the sports ball guy that Tyler is, but <laughs> if you if somebody were somebody were to ask me, I'd say yeah, for the same reasons that Ty mentioned, which is that like there's a lot of golf that is played in this, and it it looks legitimate. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like people who don't know what they're doing are not athletes playing a game. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that they all look like they can swing a golf club. I don't know if it looks like legit golf though. That's what I mean. Meaning like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if you and I filmed ourselves playing golf, it's not going to look like this. I mean, I can swing a golf club, but I'm not going to hit I don't hit it 400 yards. <laughs> I might look like Adam Sandler out there though with like sweatpants and like boots yeah, on with Timber, the Tims. Yeah. He does have the Tims. I don't have any sweatpants though. Gray sweatpants I'm too. Sweat, <laughs> I'm not yeah, I'm not a sweatpants guy like that. Um all right, so the Nick Cage award for overacting. Look, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have written down. Like everybody, literally every single person. Julie Benz, every single person in this movie is overacting. Yep. Julie Bowen. They're supposed yeah. to be. Julie Bowen. Excuse me, Julie Bowen. Um, maybe the grandma isn't overacting? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Sweet old lady, how dare you? <laughs> she's great in this movie. She's fantastic. Again, I know she's been in other stuff. She has to have been, right? Oh, Francis Bay. Francis she has Bay. to have been in other stuff. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, uh, just really quickly, she she has a pretty long uh, filmography. She has 173 actors credits. Cool. So in other stuff, yeah. <laughs> can't imagine that old lady's still alive though. Um, I don't know. The last thing she did was she was in in a uh, Twin Peaks in 2014. Hmm. All right, so would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if so, who would he play? I put no because I don't know who I don't know who I would sub him out for. He could be like the 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 director, right? The the head of the PGA or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think this movie has any room for Gary Oldman. Yeah, no, wasted. Yeah, agreed. Nobody. Damien. All right, so most memorable lines. I have so many, mm-hmm. Tyler. I'd like to hear what you have first because I have so many. Well, I think. So in high school, right after this came out, anytime somebody asked me a yes or no question, my response was, hell no, damn alligator bit my hand off. (laughs) I said that line so many times. And you had to do that, right? Oh, yes. You had to do like that. Like my hand was wooden. (laughs) So that's my number one. Um, (laughs) I laugh so much at this movie. uh, And there's so many that I still use. Yeah. Anytime somebody gets hurt playing sports or something, I always say, shouldn't have been standing there. (laughs) (laughs) Like the dude who gets hit with the head, get hit in the head. Um, (laughs) Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. (laughs) (laughs) It's also in that same vein when when the grandma asks, how's that nice girlfriend of yours? (laughs) Oh, she got hit by a car. She's dead. Yeah, says it so pleasantly. yeah, and grandma's just like, oh, okay, like a grandma would. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when he says, oh, I'm going to go play on the PGA tournament. She's like, that's nice. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yes, it is. Uh, gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? It's a great <laughs> one. That was good. And then I'll, th- I'll throw one in for uh, Chubbs after uh, Happy's telling him he's got to go. He's not going to – can't waste time training. He's got to go earn money. He says, ah, spoken like a true asshole. <laughs> that's one I, I try to use <laughs> – say to people that are in my family as much as possible what about you can trouble me for a nice glass a nice warm glass to shut the hell up <laughs> oh it's so good all timer 
you know, there's the, are you too good for your home? Right. We all <laughs> said that, uh, the price is wrong, bitch. Like, hasn't everybody said that at some yeah. point? <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Uh-huh. Like, have we all said that? And then the whole, just stay out of my way or you'll pay. <laughs> Listen to what I say. Hey, why don't you just go eat some hay? Make things out of clay. Lay by the bay. I just may. It's so good. My favorite part about that one is is when Shooter looks confused. <laughs> that's Like he looks around and he's just like, Ugh. That's why I think people would still think this is funny because it has so many mo- of those moments that I can't, I can't quantify. I can't tell you that it's funny by mm-hmm. me saying it. You have to watch it and see the body language. Yeah. Yeah. Like reading off the script, it it isn't funny. But when you see how they interact with each other, it's am- even even Adam Sandler in that scene, like the faces he's making when mm-hmm. he's like this fucking idiot. It's so good, dude. It makes me laugh every time. Yeah. You got anything else, Damien? the only yeah like you said there's so many in this in this movie and so the only thing that i would add is is not a direct line in the movie i don't know how to say it but basically there's that that scene where the golf commissioner guy is talking to shooter and shooter's trying uh sorry wait a minute trying to tell him to get he needs to get kicked off well it's it's the part where um Happy's cussing really bad, and he's like, yeah. they're bleeping out right. over and over. Uh, and oh, and he's talking to uh, Julie Bones' character, mm-hmm. and the the TV is going on in the, in the background. So you're listening to to Happy say things on the TV while they're talking, you know, in this on the scene, and you can hear Happy in the background as he's yelling, saying, "You fucking play where it lies, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best moments of the movie is when he's on TV, like in the background, because I think it happens two or three times Mm -hmm. and you just hear the, I got to imagine it's not scripted and Sandler's just going hammer right there. And it's just, it's so funny. And I think one of the reasons I think it's so funny is because like low key, that's a bit of my spirit animal. Oh yeah. Where I don't think I would go that hammer, but I've broken things like in half (laughs) in, in anger. Um, I have broken paddles you know playing like pickleball tennis racket i've broken things in frustration yeah. um so I, I i get that i completely understand that one of the best lines that he gives at least the way that he gives it <clears throat> the com- contra- compare and contrasting that psychosis that he sh- portrays in a lot of ways is uh and then the other end of that uh is in that bar scene where shooters needling him and trying to get under his skin he says <laughs> I know what you're trying to do right now and I don't like it. So just shut your trap before I put my foot in it. <laughs> he just says it so calmly and sweetly almost. And then he turns around. He just like faces the other way at the bar. Yeah. Shooter's response is great. Cause he's like, don't you turn your back on me. <laughs> I, again, I, Sandler is, he's just so likable when he's not being manic. And yeah. even when he goes crazy, he's still really likable. <laughs> Like, he just seems sweet all the time, right? He just wants to succeed. He just wants to, like, go skate in the fucking indoors with the lights off, listening to Endless Love. Like, he's <laughs> just such a... Everybody appears to like him. Yeah. Like, everybody just likes Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Except for Shooter. And I think that's more of a Shooter character flaw than anybody else. For sure. I I found it odd that they, he never makes reference to his mom just bailing. 
Like they talk about at the beginning of the movie, his mom fucking moves to Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no like residual like effect. He never says like, "Ah, I'm this way because my mom bailed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Samwise Gamgee Award for biggest wet blanket. There's two fairly large, damp, wet blankets in this movie. It's Shooter McGavin and it's Hal. Hal Mm. is running a sweatshop, as I mentioned, (laughs) in an elderly home. And Shooter just doesn't want anybody to have fun unless it's him. <laughs> like, nobody. These people are coming to the golf tournaments, creating extra revenue, meaning he's probably going to get paid more. They're just trying to have fun. He's mad. He gets upset because two people are fucking on the golf course. <laughs> like, calm down, dude. It's not affecting you. Go play your sports ball and get fucked. What do you think, Damien? You got anybody else or, or one of those One of those, the right answer? I, for me, the, I put one answer down, and it's the IRS agent. Oh, good. The whole calls. movie doesn't happen if it's not for the IRS agent. Yes. It's not his fault. You hate me, right? <laughs> right. You hate me. Uh, he hates me. <laughs> it's not like I'm taking your furniture. It's not going to my house, <laughs> right? It's not, I'm not taking it. <laughs> yeah. I love that he doesn't have a name either. Oh. No. And then he gets thrown through the window and he's just like, nah, he hates no, me. He's just like, yep, he hates me. <laughs> I remember feeling. Is... I... Go ahead, Tyler. Sorry. I, was just... I remember. Th- the first time I watched it, or, or just maybe repeatedly, and even still this time, just how deflating it must have been to work that hard and become a professional athlete and earn that money, and then just see the auction happen and just know that you've got no fucking chance. Oh God, that'd be gutting. But then at the end, he he they they get the house for free, right? And then he has all the money still. Yeah, but still, you know. All that joy. You're, I, you're rooting for him so hard. He, he he earns the money, and then it's all for nothing. You make a good point, though, Damien. That might be the, the wet blanket because he's pumped about the, the auction, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I don't he's believe... like, this is where the fun begins or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that Shooter actually gives him the house. Oh. Um, I don't Shooter's think Shooter's dead. A... <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a case we made for that. I think that... He's either dead or he's in, like, a, like a coma. I think like he a finds a way. State. I think he finds a way still to burn the house down and piss on the ashes. <laughs> I don't think the the dude from fucking Octopussy from James Bond wasn't letting that shit. No, not Octopussy. He was in uh, the the teeth one. What was the movie? The James mm-hmm. Bond with the teeth. Anyways, that dude's not letting it happen. He's got the fucking the the thing in his head. Yeah. The Mr. Uh, Larson. Yeah, Mr. Larson. He's got the the nail in his head. He's not letting Shooter get away. Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Has Mr. anybody looked? Has it ever looked more painful for anybody to run oh. in a movie than it did for him? Like that poor old man. He yeah. can't. He can't stand on his own. I noticed that first one scene. He's got a golf club as a cane, and then the next he's leaning on another man's shoulder. Poor yeah. guy. Yeah. And then you have Bob Barker, who again is 120 in that movie, doing his own stunts. <laughs> All right, movie real estate best place to live. It's not a lot in this movie. I put Grandma's house or the retirement home. I mean, neither one's a great answer. It's the retirement, or it's the grandma's house, but this is not really a uh, uh, a real estate movie. There's not a lot of set pieces. Everything's outdoors for the mm-hmm. most part. Wouldn't everybody agree? Yeah, it's a nice house. house. Yeah, that's a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's like really one of the only answers, mm-hmm. or the only answer. Uh, what do you wish there was more of? I put Chubbs yeah. because watching it this time, I could do with a little more Carl Weathers. Doesn't have to be a lot, you know, just a couple more scenes. Could also do with a little bit more of Happy's backstory at the beginning because I enjoyed that. I could watch yeah. a couple more, a couple more, you know, cut scenes of that. You guys got anything else? 
I went with Chubbs too. Yeah, I think the right answer is Chubbs, although there's apparently a deleted scene somewhere where Happy threw Ben Stiller out of a window, Oh, which I could like be the, down as... Like Mr. Mi- Meester Meester? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Meester Meester lady? <laughs> oh, that would, I, I kind of like Hal just being in the few scenes he's in, though. Like, it, it gives it gives more... I have, like, a little bit... It just makes me feel a little bit more aggressive towards him. Like, if he's yeah. in, it, in it more, or there's some resolution that he doesn't get in trouble, like, maybe I don't feel as bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that feeling for him. Does anybody remember what what, uh, what record Happy holds in the, uh, the junior hockey record? Junior... What is it? Junior Hockey Cup or whatever he's in? Oh, League? yeah. What is it? He's the only guy to try taking a, state, a skate off and stab a guy. <laughs> Tyler, you think that's ever really happened? Uh, I mean, hockey's sure. A, hockey's, yeah, hockey's ruthless, dude. I got to imagine someone try to cut somebody with a skate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they bash each other with a stick. Like there is a, penal, a five-minute penalty for hitting somebody with a stick. <laughs> Just five minutes. Like they don't really... Yeah, it's just that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just five minutes. Like, oh, he fucking hit me across the back with a stick. Eh, you got five minutes. <laughs> I got to imagine someone tried to stab somebody with a with an ice skate. I'll say so. Okay. All right. So next category, the best. So we'll kind of already asked this question: best golf movie of all time, Tyler. Um, I'll say Tin Cup just as a default, but it, it could be this. I, I don't know. I can't. Th- There's Caddyshack. Oh shit! Of course. Yeah. Yeah. This Caddyshack and Tin Cup are the three that come to mind. There's Legend of Bagger Vance, which I was never into. There's like mm. a, a couple golf movies, but it's got to be this or Caddyshack, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say Caddyshack. I, I totally I forgot. Caddyshack doesn't hold up super well though because yeah, it's got some. It's got a few issues, but issues I mean, Bill Murray gives like an all timer. Yeah. Hmm. That might be this, dude. It could be. Damien? Yeah, I think I would agree with that because it's been a long time since I've seen Caddyshack and I feel like it's not going to hold up well. Mm-hmm. Like it's just going to be one of those movies where you watch and you're like, eh, this is mostly just offensive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I never saw Tim Cup. My uh, Nicolette, early in our relationship, she you know knew I, I liked the physical media and she knew I liked Tim, uh, Caddyshack. And one birthday she got, she bought me Caddyshack 2 because I didn't have that. And she's lucky that we're still together. Yeah. That movie is the, one of the fucking worst things ever. Uh-huh. And I was just like, you clearly don't know me if you thought I wanted this. So just saying. What a terrible gift. Yeah, no. Terrible. Bless her heart, though. Bless her heart. Uh, Adam Sandler. We kind of talked about this already. Best Adam Sandler movie, Tyler? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cop out and, and not give you a real answer I don't know I feel like this and Wedding Singer are <laughs> kind of on par and Punch Drunk Love might be his best performance and like the best actual movie that he does so I'm going to say not Uncut Gems no I mean I thought that was a fine movie but um, yeah I don't know okay Damien yeah that's a tough one I don't think it's this one I think it's I have to rewatch Punch Drunk Love, but I feel like that one's going to be pretty high. And then I enjoyed Uncut Gems quite a bit. But if we're going to say, what is it? Best? Best movie, right? Not favorite? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. That one's tough. I might have to give a non-answer also. I think it's Wedding Singer. Yeah. Is Uncut Gems great because of him? Damien, or is it great because of the story and the direction and the way it's edited and cut so that it feels so tense? I mean, he he's like a, such a central part of the movie. I don't think you could Absolutely. decouple those things. Yeah. Okay. All right. Couple more, a uh, couple more categories here. Next one is, do you have an answer? So either one of you. Uh, how does when, when Chubbs takes Happy to learn to putt, he takes him to a mini golf course, which I've never seen anything like that. But would that actually make someone a better putter? Because it's like a, you're not putting, you're fucking around, right? It's it's like strategy and putting into you know, this hole to make sure it comes out over here or this. like, would that actually work Tyler? No, just because the surfaces are completely different and sure. Yeah. That's, that's like the last thing you would ever recommend to become a better golfer. All right. Damien. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sports ball. <laughs> All right. And the last one, this one got me right. I never noticed it till yesterday at the end of the movie. Happy looks up at the top of the house <laughs> And there's ghosts <laughs> and there's chubs and there's the alligator and there's Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Where's his dad? Yeah. I thought the same thing. But within again. the first hmm. 30 seconds of the movie, they tell you how important his dad was to him. <laughs> Where's the dad? Why is Abraham Lincoln there? That's just, a, it just seems like a misstep. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I, don't anyway. I don't think there's any answer for that one. You think maybe like they couldn't get the guy to come back to film it or maybe the guy died or something. <laughs> I think that nobody by that point gives a shit about Happy Gilmore's dad, but Abraham yeah. Lincoln will always make you chuckle. I mean, they made it. A, they told you within the first five minutes of the movie that how important his father was to him. I know, but <laughs> his yeah. dad essentially made him the person he is, and then to not put him there just seems like an odd choice, no matter what kind of movie it is. Yeah, you're not wrong. His dad just doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Yep, except for. Happy is like a reincarnation of his father. Well, they give you the two second, like, you know, one liner, but but he's not a part of the movie and you don't ever sure. think Neither, about him. You know who they never mention? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, but that's funny. <laughs> Everybody knows Abraham Lincoln. I'm just saying, man, it seemed like a uh, put Shooter up there because, like we said, Shooter's dead. So put him up there. All right. Whose movie is this, right? We already talked about it multiple times. It's Adam Sandler, but for me. But you could make a case. It's it's Shooter, I guess, right? Because, like I said, I still think of him from that movie. For me, it's Adam Sandler. Tyler, do you have anybody else? Yeah, it's Adam Sandler. There's, there's no question. This is the – I mean, Billy Madison made him what he was. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is the second one. You know, the, the movie right after that, that I think cemented him as, like, a legit star. Yeah, I don't think this. I don't think Billy Madison still has the same amount of love that this movie mm-hmm. still does. Mm-hmm. Like, like we saw, right? We all saw it on social media when it had its 25th anniversary. Like, people were reposting Adam Sandler out on the golf course hitting a ball. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody did that for Billy Madison yeah. when that had its 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is more a more loved movie in his in his you know career arc. Mm-hmm. But, Damien, you got anybody else? No, it's yeah, it's super clear answer. It has to be has to be Adam Sandler. All right. All right, last question. We end, we end all these like this. Tyler, Happy Gilmore, uh, 65% critics, 
85% audience, overrated, underrated, properly rated? I think it's, I think it's properly rated. Um, 85%, you know, critics I don't expect would give this much love. 65% is probably higher than I would have thought. Um, but yeah, this feels like it's the people in our generation, um, like this quite a lot. Um, clearly we're talking about it for an hour and a half, 25 years later. So I think it's properly rated as a, as a really, uh, I guess you could say really good comedy in my opinion. Okay. Damien. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with everything Tyler just said. Um, I, I think based on both those numbers, both of those numbers, even though they're fairly disparate, I think they're, I think they're both accurate. Mm. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. They, they, they feel accurate, even though there's a, you know, what a 20% difference between the two. I think that this movie is properly rated for the simple fact that in some sports arena, in some sports telecast and something, there's I always hear if it's weekly on Sports Center or something, somebody make reference to Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It still happens all the time. Whether it's an anchor, whether uh, it's a talk show, and someone just randomly quotes the movie, makes a reference to it. Not even about golf. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. I hear it all the time. Yeah. So I think that's that means it's still still relevant. And you can't be relevant 25 years later if you're not if you're not properly rated. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that to an overrated movie. Right. I don't think it's underrated. Right. 85% seems very high for this. Yeah. yeah. But I can't disagree with it. See, I'm shocked. Six, 65% critics. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure critics were going to, this is going to be like a 30-ish percent movie. I mean, he's got a lot of those. I know. It wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> I was shocked, like, going through his list on, on IMDb or on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. First of all, I'm shocked at some of the movies. I've never heard of most of these. Does anybody remember that he made a movie called Anger Management with Jack Nicholson? Yeah, Yeah. it's awful. 42%. Anybody remember You Don't Mess with the Zohan? Some of my friends... Where he played a hairstylist? Some of my friends say that movie is so funny, I refuse to watch it. It looks so terrible. Longest Yard? Nobody? Nobody mentioned that? I like that one. Not a terrible movie. Yeah, I like that one. It's not terrible. Click with Kate Beckinsale? Mm-hmm. I'm in. <laughs> Just because of that. Fuck me up. <laughs> Mr. Deeds? Uh, th- that's a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. I watched that one fairly recently, and it's still a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's My Boy Tommy, where he plays Adam Sandler. or uh, um, What's his oh, name? Um, Adam Sandberg. Andy Sandberg's yeah. dad? Mm. Pixels? Oh, Jesus. Nope. All right. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? Fuck me. No. Uh, I don't acknowledge that's Mm-mm. existence. <laughs> right. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. The holiday, a, uh, yeah. the, the animated holiday movie. Right. I mean, these are, these are, he's made a lot of movies, guys. A lot of movies. Yeah. Bulletproof, 8%. Really? Eight, Damien. Eight. I mean, that's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Moses. <laughs> eight percent dude moses and keats <laughs> how do you remember that? i don't know i couldn't tell you there's a great anybody know what his highest ranked movie on imdb is from critics yeah yeah these are all critics yeah, yeah. is it not happy gilmore no it's uncut gems yeah that's what i was gonna say uncut gems punch drunk love and then a movie called 
the Merowitz stories. Oh, um, I remember seeing that. Which has got Ben Stiller. Yeah. Um, that's obviously not his movie, but it's Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman. Um, it's got a lot of people in it. Yeah, the dude who made that, Noah Baumbach, he's made some good movies. There's one, another one with Ben Stiller called, uh, it's a one name, anyway. It's a good movie. That guy's got some good stuff. With Hal from fucking Hal, Happy yep. Gilmore? <laughs> I'm still going with Wedding Singer. Yeah. Still the best. All right, guys. Uh, I didn't think we were we were ever going to talk about Happy Gilmore for an hour and 34 minutes, but it looks like we did. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> and here we are. All right. Well, Tyler, I guess I'm going to see you in about a week. I'm pretty excited about that. Damien, I don't know when I'm going to see you, but I'm glad we could, uh, we, could, we could chat about this. All right, guys. We'll do it again, all right? All right, everyone. That is going to be our Happy Gilmore discussion. Thanks to Damien and Tyler for being on. Thanks to everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Always give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Shoot us an email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. We'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.